Good morning on this Friday morning. We want to welcome you to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been studying in our devotional time about God's times and God's seasons. And that included the seasons and the times that God set as a divine appointments for the nation of Israel through the means of feast. There were feasts that were unto the Lord. They were appointed by God. They have a significance of a natural representation of what the actual feast and process was. They have a spiritual application as to what they were as far as shadows of things to come. And they are also prophetic in nature. So that's what we've been looking at. And uh, yesterday we left off as we were talking about the Feast of Unleavened Bread. We've been talking several things that are included in there. When Jesus uh, rebuked the Pharisees and the Sadducees and when he made mention of Herod, he said, beware of the laven of the Sadducees, beware of Herod's laven, beware of the, the, the Pharisees' uh, laven. In other words, he was saying, beware of their doctrine, beware of their hypocrisy, beware of their belief system, beware of what they teach. So that, that became very important. Then we talked a little bit about the bread itself how the bread, when it was uh, made, absolutely no laven in it whatsoever. It had to be baked uh, in such a way that it would not rise, so they would make in, uh, holes in it, they would pierce it, and these holes were actually made in straight lines so that when it was baked, uh, a certain area of it, it looked like it had stripes, other areas it looked like it had basically uh, brown spots on it. So that speaks of Jesus being pierced. It speaks of Jesus being scourged, the stripes that were placed upon his back and his body. And it speaks of <clears throat> uh, Jesus basically being pierced in all the different areas of his body. So we have the piercing, we have the scourging, and then we have the bruising uh, that was put upon him according to the scriptures that we read in Isaiah and several others. We also learned that in the Jewish tradition, when they break the bread, they have three of them in front of them. All three of them make one big bread or one big, almost like a pita. But uh, yeah, since it was cooked, it was made to uh, be cooked in such a way that it would be broken, not necessarily cut, but it was actually broken. And the scripture says that when they would take the middle one of the three, they would break it and then they would take the bottom part, the largest bottom part of that broken piece and they would wrap it in linen. And of course, this does speak and it foreshadows the death and the burial of Christ himself uh, being wrapped in the linen where he was inside that tomb. Now we're going to start reading in the book of Matthew in chapter 26 and verse 26. We have Jesus actually out of his own mouth saying these words. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it. See, and break it. It doesn't say he cut it. doesn't say he tore it. But it says he broke it. Uh, basically what Jesus was doing was exactly what you would do to something that has been baked 
to the point that it's actually hard enough where you can't cut it, but you actually break it. And he gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And of course, his body has been broken for us. And when communion has been uh, done or is accomplished in whatever uh, setting that it is accomplished, uh, that is what we're to put, keep in mind, that his body was broken for us. His body literally was broken for us. Not that they broke his bones, but literally his body was bruised, was uh, 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 whipped, and, and everything else. So he said, take this and eat of it. In the book of Luke, it says it in this manner, in chapter 22, in verse 19, and he took bread and gave thanks. See, on one it says he took the bread and he blessed it. And on this one it says he took the bread and he gave thanks. And he broke it, he gave it to them. He gave it to them saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So he commemorates this act. Just like God had told the nation of Israel and Moses, hey, you're going to take this bread and you're going to keep this as a memorial. See, as to what the Lord did in bringing you out of Egypt. It's called the bread of affliction uh, because it was in affliction that they actually had to eat it and then it had to be coming out. So we have this as a memorial, something that is a remembrance he said, this is for you an ordinance forever. So that's why we had mentioned in Ezekiel about the, the Passover being kept uh, during the time of the millennium. And not so much because that was going to redeem them from their sins, but it is now a memorial. It commemorates something that had been done, something that had been accomplished for them. Well, for us as believers, Jesus having died on that cross, being buried and resurrected, well, it commemorates that also. When Paul teaches in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 about that, then of course, you know, he goes on to repeat what the Lord taught him concerning that. In Matthew, in chapter 16 and verse 6, then Jesus said unto them, take heed. And beware of the laven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. In chapter 16, in verse 12, Then they understood how that he bade them not to beware of the laven of the bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And we learn because he mentions the doctrine, he mentions the, the instructions that were being taught, the instructions that were being given by these two different groups. Each one believed differently. So in the New Testament, we're given the warning in the book of First Peter in chapter 4 in verse 1. Now the Spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit, speaketh expressively. That in the latter times, remember we've been talking about seasons and times. So that means there was going to be times and seasons 
And these times and seasons were going to be in the latter, meaning in the days and time that we live in, that some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now, something that we have to understand, that when Jesus was breaking that bread, he was literally cutting a covenant with the disciples and with all those that would believe on him. And the saddest thing is that the scripture gives so many warnings in the book of Hebrews and throughout the New Testament where it is better not to have known the Lord than to have known him and depart or turn away from him. Because once you turn away from him and abandon him, literally you are breaking a covenant which is not supposed to be broken and there basically is really no remedy for that. We have to understand the concept and the thinking of the, uh, of, of the Jewish uh, uh, mentality of what they understood and what God intended and meant from it. So that is very important. So in the last days, it says many shall depart because they're going to give heed to seducing spirits these doctrines of devils, these things. And the, the word there for, for, for seducing is actually the word that would basically be like as a tramp, uh, an imposter, a deceiver, uh, someone that literally seduces you. So that is what Jesus forewarned on when he said, beware of that laven, <clears throat> whether it was the Pharisees or the Sadducees, and then we have in the book of Mark, in chapter 8, verse 15, And he charged them, saying, Take heed and beware of the laven of the Pharisees and of Herod. So there's the three groups mentioned together. In the book of Luke, in chapter 12, in verse 1, it says, In the meantime, when they were gathered together, an innumerable multitude of people in so much that they trotted one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, First of all, beware ye of the laven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. So he identifies it, not only as doctrine, but he identifies it as their hypocrisy. And why hypocrisy? Well, for that, we will wait until tomorrow's devotional, Saturday, and we'll pick up right where we left off. Until then, continue to nourish your spirit in God's blessed word. In Jesus' name, amen.